Hi, and welcome to Madness to Magic and my podcast, I'm with Crazy, a love story. I'm your host, Paulina Milana, author of The S Word. This show is for those of us who find ourselves surrounded by madness and wanting to find the magic within. We're going to come together here as caregivers to those who have been diagnosed with a mental illness. Maybe it's someone in the family we've been born into. Maybe it's someone we love. Maybe it's someone we work with. Maybe even it's ourselves. Whether we've been thrust into this caregiver role or taken it on by choice, this podcast is where we're going to share our stories and learn to realize the magic in all the madness we may have been experiencing. I promise you, it can be done. So let's get to it. Hey there, everybody. This is Paulina uh, from Madness to Magic and my podcast, I'm with Crazy, a Love Story. You're going to be hearing probably birds in the background, wind chimes. I decided to just sit in a corner of my beloved Blueberry Hill Cottage and do this little podcast. This month is Mental Health Awareness Month. And given that my mother and my sister both were diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia, this month has significance to me. I have several online platforms and recently I put out some information on mental health, on feelings, and I have been posting every day. Those little feelings came off of a magnet that was given to me and my little sister um, during one of her hospital stays. And basically, I'm sure you've all seen it. It's a little magnet. It has a whole bunch of different little um, kind of character cartoon faces, each one with a different um, facial expression. So there's, you know, disgust or sad or um, happy, whatever those feelings are. I've been taking them and kind of just writing a little something, posting every day. On that site, I encountered someone who made a statement that mental illness basically isn't real, that schizophrenia, it's, it's something that's learned from the government or schools or the media. And I responded to this and asked what this person's experience or expertise was to make such a claim. And basically there was a back and forth, her responding with that I'm being defensive, that I was making assumptions about her. And at every turn, not only was I not, 
but I was giving her an opportunity to to share uh, whatever supports her claims. Um, I was opening a door for possibly her to teach others something and maybe for her to learn. The fact that someone is so convinced of of whatever their belief is, in this case, so convinced that mental illness doesn't exist, so convinced that it's part of the conspiracy theory of the government and schools and the media trying to alter your mind. Being so convinced and not being open to even the conversation or not even being willing to back what they believe. Wow, that just set something off in me. I almost feel like I need a different kind of one of those little faces with some new emotion because what is what is brewing within me is is this melting pot of everything from sadness to being enraged to being disgusted to finding it hysterically funny to to really uh, I, I don't even know just so much is swirling within me because this is just one person one voice one one little social media big deal conversation right and yet what it has risen in me with myself with my own kind of level of anger over somebody i don't even know and what they've said so there there's that piece of this little <laughs> puzzle of madness and then there's the bigger picture right so that prompted me to post on my personal site just a, a question like what what is going on what in the world is happening in in during this time when yeah we all have differences of opinions but how, how did we get to the point where a difference of an opinion means that I can threaten you and your family or I can take a gun and shoot you just because I assume you're doing wrongdoings. I, I totally get that we've always been a screwed up society. We have. Humans are flawed. But I am so struggling over what people not only are assuming or believing for whatever reasons, but that there's this notion of I can put anything out there without any consideration of consequences, none whatsoever. And that it's and that it's allowed, that it's okay. 
I mean, if, 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 if that isn't a certain type of madness, I don't know what is. I, it is, we have come to a point where we have embraced this notion that you can only change yourself, which I, I do believe, but we've, we've taken it to this misunderstood level, I believe, of I am only going to do what's good for me and and that'll make you better because of it without really thinking through what that really means. I mean, I, I, I will share a story. There was an individual who had shared with us, um, he had just had a baby and he had shared with us that the uh, mother of the child um, needed him to take over watching the baby and the individual um, made a comment about how if he could just um, go away and meditate for a couple of hours then he would come back and watch the baby and he'd be better for it and this has always stuck with me again one maybe isolated uh example but i don't have children but i'm pretty sure that if a baby needs to be cared for a baby is not going to wait a couple of hours and i'm i'm doubly sure that if a mom is asking for help that maybe she's at the point where she can't wait a couple of hours and and this little tiny example that's always stuck with me it, it's indicative of a bigger problem it's the yes you have to put on your oxygen mask first i am all about that totally get it i nearly uh ended up in a very very dark six feet under kind of place when i didn't but but there's a level of it and 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 by that i mean yes you take care of yourself first but not to the detriment of everything else and everyone else outside of you there has to be a balance and there has to be a, an openness and and a a level of selfishness that isn't selfish it's i am i really am struggling with how in the world from individuals to a society to the world i i i, I don't i really don't understand where we're at right now and even more challenging i am not certain of what it is that can be done to even help yes it's mental health awareness month 
yes, there's a lot of information out there. Yes, you don't have to be clinically diagnosed <laughs> to have poor mental health. But if, if you're not willing to even acknowledge, read, try to give a moment of consideration to what information is out there, if you're not willing to consider the source, do your research, do some fact-checking, and just go ahead and further misinformation or further the fanning the flames of doubt and fear and just things that are not beneficial and that only serve to destroy trust and any semblance of I don't know of of dare I say it civilization what to, to what end what what are we doing I you know my my, uh, my brother had sent me this little um, I don't know what you'd call it a meme a little kind of doodad whatever it was but it's Edward R. Murrow and uh, he is quoted as saying, a nation of sheep will beget a government of wolves. And that is very true. Totally get it. But here's, here's the challenge. There are so many convincing voices out there that almost on purpose cast doubt and seem to want to um, inject a, a, a fear-based kind of way of living with your neighbor, um, a way of doubting everything. And, and I'm a bit of a skeptic at heart, so I'm, I'm all for asking the questions, but where is all this stuff coming from? Who's putting it out there? Who? What responsibility do we each have to ourselves and to others? I, I just am honestly discouraged on several levels in terms of where we are, why we're here. I, I know that all through history similar situations have happened. I, um, I often speak about my parents who, excuse the airplane <laughs> sitting here, you're going to be hearing those noises. Um, I hope you will forgive that. But I, I often have brought up my mom and dad and they were born and raised um, in Sicily during a time of Hitler Mussolini, uh, the mafia. Um, I, when I think back at what they said about specifically Hitler and Mussolini and how 
you know, it all started with Mussolini telling Italy that he was going to restore it to the garden of paradise that it was and make it great again. And people were feeling so oppressed, my father had said, and they were wonderful words and they believed it and went along not realizing what they were stepping into. And to further it, the propaganda of the day, no, they didn't have social media, but whatever means they used, they put out messages that <laughs> sang from the same song sheet and people digested it, believed it. And I, I see what is going on now and I see how messages of confusion, messages of, of honestly, you know, me first, messages of hate, messages that cast out on everything. That's, that I think is the challenge, right? It's, it's to actually, like, you can find a kernel of truth or a kernel of of falseness in in a lot, right? I have said that there's, you know, Dr. Phil, <laughs> one of my guilty pleasures at times, has said, uh, you know, no matter how flat you make it, a pancake, no matter how flat you make a pancake, it still has two sides. Yeah, that's true. My phrase is, there's always three sides to a story. There's yours, there's mine, and then there's the one that actually happened, right? Because we all bring baggage to whatever is going on. We all see things from a different lens. That's understandable. But what is happening now is the actual use of communication means to to really have nothing be of value or nothing be be right or good or and that is true madness i i do try to think to myself of the beauty that does exist regardless of what is going on i do think that even now during this time when people have seriously seem to have lost any kind of as as a my shrink says any kind of moral compass or sense of goodness despite all that i i do know there are good people we're just the silent majority and i i the the, the more that we stand back and and just let 
let crazy loose, so to speak, the more we're spiraling downward. There is a, a line, and I do not remember who said it, for evil to exist, good men need do nothing. And, and I, I feel as if we are somehow at this point. I feel as if the ones who perhaps have come up with whatever beliefs they have, like this person on the Facebook page, I feel as if those voices just are louder and louder and louder, and people are jumping on the madness bandwagon, and and really, really doing some damage on so many different levels. And when it comes to speaking about magic, when it comes to finding the balance, when it comes to being the best that a human can be, we seem to be <laughs> going in the opposite direction. And I don't have any answers. I, this, this episode of this podcast is really one almost helping me <laughs> to think through the madness of our times and the madness, as I said, that is residing in me in response to the madness that has come to me. It's, it's, a, it's an episode of, of really confusion, chaos, and maybe, maybe one that has others scratching their own heads and thinking through what we each bring to the table, both good and maybe not so good, and how we might, in the second half of this month, that's all about mental health awareness and the care and keeping of our, our own minds as well as the care and keeping of, of those around us, of this world, not in a me first kind of way, screw you, but in a, I am going to self-care, but not to the level where I'm going to neglect or harm you in doing so. I hope with the next 
few weeks in this month and beyond, obviously, that really, you know, as I said in my personal post, whether or not you're religious, whether or not you believe in Jesus, when I think of that phrase, you know, what would Jesus do that a lot of Christians kind of spout and I, and, and then they'll turn around and threaten someone or, or just not behave according to that WWJD kind of concept. I just think to myself, when Jesus Christ walked this earth, from every story that you read, he, he modeled the behavior. He definitely, in my opinion, did not do, quote unquote, what was best for him. I can't imagine anybody assuming that willingly going to a cross and being crucified is something that anybody would, you know, rejoice in doing. He even prayed to have that be taken away from him so so he wasn't doing it because it was for him he was doing it because of of the bigger picture what it meant and i i feel as if we have completely lost any sense of of our brothers our sisters the the people who who are outside of ourselves how how can we get back to being true to ourselves, to being good to ourselves, but with the, with the lens of how it impacts the greater good? I, this notion of I'm just going to do what's good for me, and by doing that, the rest of the world will benefit. It, that's that's not the whole story, right? It's just not. It's not the whole story. Yes, do what you're called to do. Yes, listen to that that spark inside of you, your purpose. Yes, care for yourself. Totally get it. Don't lose sight of whatever it is you say or do, whatever it is you are. Don't lose sight of the impact that has on the rest of the world. You, we all, are, are just a drop in the water. And that ripple effect, if you don't realize how you connect to others, how you impact the rest of the world, and you're just putting things out there without any consideration other than yourself, that's madness. That is madness. One of those, um, you know, there's a, you've seen all those posters, I'm sure, like the successories, and they're just like kind of sayings, um, very uplifting, inspirational. There's another company called Despair.com that always makes me laugh. And uh, Despair.com has one kind of poster. It's like of a, 
avalanche, you know, so it's a big snow scene, avalanche coming down. And it says something like, um, no single snowflake thinks it's responsible for the avalanche. And when you really think about it, <laughs> that's kind of how we're living now. Everybody's sort of like, well, no, it's, it's you. No, it's you. No, I'm going to do what's right for me. No, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to, I, this, this concept, it's just not sustainable. It's, we need to take our cues from this very earth and all of the nature and how it responds one to the other. I, I remember um, during the trip uh, in Africa, we were um, in one of the countries that we had toured. Um, we went and uh, toured five of them. And I want to say it was perhaps the Serengeti. But when we were on tour, the uh, guide had kind of pointed out to us how all of the animals, even though they're different species, each one aided the other when danger was around. So, and forgive me, I, I don't know the specifics on which animals, but um, certain animals have better uh, hearing. So the minute that they hear something, they will take off, but they will let out a call to alert other species that danger is near. Or there's, um, there was another, uh, there's a bird that kind of flies overhead and sort of, uh, when it calls out, that means danger is around and everybody's on alert. It's as if, as, as much as we are supposed to be, you know, top bananas, the highest level of species, it seems like the rest of the world, it's nature other than humans actually works hand in hand and considers one another much more so than we who are supposed to know better. It's, it, it is kind of, um, daunting. And so I have rambled on now for a good 30 minutes. Um, background noise and all, <laughs> a truck coming up our hill. Um, I am watching one of my little cats uh, sleep, um, and they're just adorable. We have a new family of little squirrels um, that were just born outside and are, are wreaking havoc um, <laughs> in our flower beds. And, um, and I also shared this, I have a bird that maybe, I don't know, several months ago, if not a year ago, broke his uh, foot where it was just dangling. And he couldn't uh, balance on anything. Um, it was a struggle for him to eat, to drink, and he flew around. And I really thought that he was kind of doomed and worried about him and put out some bird feed on the ground, hoping that would help him. Well, we are at pretty much, yeah, almost a year, I'd say, out. And he's still around. And he has learned how to balance, um, even though he still has drags that foot and he is thriving. And so all I can think 
is that these are signs for me to know that there is magic despite all of the madness and as a friend says this too shall pass like a kidney stone maybe but it will so anyway thanks for listening and i welcome your comments on how you're feeling during this time and hop on over to the facebook page if you're interested in those uh emotions um each day for the month of may and i do hope that we all practice a little more of the the what would jesus do um regardless of religion um put your oxygen mask on first yes but not to the detriment of others be well Thanks so much for listening to Madness to Magic and my podcast, I'm with Crazy, a love story. I believe we're all here for a purpose, and I know that this is part of mine. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit or might even have a story of their own to share. You also can visit me at madnesstomagic.com or check out more of my stories, including info on my book, The S Word, at paulinamilanawrites.com. I hope to hear from you and to join forces with what I consider a unique caregiver tribe as we all learn to embrace all of ourselves, to have compassion for others, and to come into our full power by the grace that is both madness and magic. Until we meet again, I'll leave you with one of my favorite mantras. Be bold and mighty forces shall come to your aid. Thank you.